Hey, Armstrong and Getty here. And the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation. Good or bad or mediocre will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. Fox News. <laughs> the Huffington Post is reporting that uh, co-host of The Specialists and guy whose cologne you can smell through the TV, Eric Balling, <laughs> sent co-workers an unsolicited photo of male genitalia via text message. Oh my God, whatever happened to old-fashioned courtship? <laughs> Bowling has been... Suspended while Fox News investigates, but he denies the charges, sort of. According to his lawyer, Mr. Bowling recalls no such inappropriate communications. He doesn't recall? How do you forget sending someone your bits and pieces? Did I leave the lights on? Did I turn the stove off? Did I... Leave the water running in the tub? Did I send multiple penis pictures to my co-workers? I don't know, I don't know. Now, a lot of people are calling Bowling a hypocrite because of what he said about disgraced congressman and the Chuck Yeager of snaps, Anthony Weiner. He's a sick human being for, to, to continue yeah. to do this time and time again, continue to get caught, saying he's, he's not going to do it again, gets caught again. You know what they say about people who live in glass houses? It's really easy to show your junk to the whole neighborhood. <laughs> That's hilarious funny. humor. Yeah. Uh, it's not clear to me that he was showing his junk. Well, I think it may have been just, you know, those sort of lewd memes that go around. Yeah. Colbert uh, did pick up on something that I noticed immediately, too. If somebody says to me, um, did you send pictures of male genitals to some of your female coworkers? I wouldn't answer, I don't remember. I don't think I did. No, I didn't. I never have. I'm never going to. That's not the sort of thing I do. <laughs> not. I don't recall. Well, what if you're in the in several groups where you send, you know, like racy memes to each other, like, like stupid stuff? I mean, like edgy, not safe for work memes. Vincent, you could step in here because you never do that. So it would stand out to you. I got a lot of buddies who send that stuff around all the time. So whether there were ever any women who got it or not, they might not remember. I, uh, okay. Vincent? I think you better be more careful where you send pictures of penises that they don't end up to your female coworkers. What if it's dressed up as a pilgrim and it's Thanksgiving? What then? Isn't that whimsical? Plus, he looks exactly like the sort of guy that would do that sort of thing.
Oh, that's that. He's got that good. Work. He's got that that's working against him. Nice. You can, nice analysis. You can smell his cologne through the TV screen. Yeah, well, yes. And perhaps I've said on many occasions I find him incredibly off-putting. And I do. <laughs> Uh, but so, uh, yeah, it's not clear to me whose genitals it is. You know what else? It's not clear to me. The HuffPo published a story saying more than a dozen sources confirmed bowling had sent female colleges, uh, colleagues, rather, some lewd messages, um, including unsolicited photos of male genitalia. Hey, Eric, when you get a chance, could you send me some pictures of male genitalia? See, that would be a solicited. The, exactly. There's the difference. <laughs> So we don't know who's saying I this. I need or a picture of a man's penis by three this afternoon. Yes. And with some sort of witty caption, if you can possibly do it. By COB. Sorry to drop <laughs> this in your lap. No pun intended. That's right. But close of business. Yeah, See, that's a solicited photo. But these were unsolicited. Right. Uh, yeah. He's an ass and his show is unwatchable. But, you know, I just I want to make sure the guy isn't being railroaded here. Yeah. So did you see the big climate uh, change report that leaked out because they were concerned the Trump administration was going to squash it? I just saw the headline. Is it squash or quash? Uh, Can you both. say either? Quash is a good word. Is quash just kind of short for squash? I don't or think Or is it a so. completely different word? You know, it's, uh, it's similar in sound and in meaning. Weird. Just a coincidence. Can I eat some quash? You can if you want. Uh, so, yeah, that's what people are claiming. So, government report finds drastic impact of climate change in the U.S. I, uh, I have no position on this issue. I have spent zero time in my life I'm looking sorry, into I was, it. I, I, honest to God, I spaced off. What does the, what does the report say? <laughs> <laughs> it says there, there has been climate change or the big effect. Uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's been getting hotter since at least 1980, and it's the warm, warmest it's been in the last 1,500 years. Uh, and it's uh, man-made, uh, greatly due to man-made this or that, and um, even if we stop now, it'd be hard to fix and blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, that's and, my position. Even if that middle part were true, the action that would be required to significantly re- reverse it would be so enormous. I mean, it would bring the world economy to its knees. And so, well, so I'm better absolutely... to just bake ourselves. <laughs> well, we're not going to bake ourselves. We're gonna, it's going to be a little less slowy and min- snowy in min- Minneapolis. You're going to have uh, it's going to be a little steamy here and there. What do you do? You get rid of your parka. You buy a tank top. That's what you do. So what this is, it's 13 federal agencies putting together this one draft. And it, it was given to The New York Times with the idea that. The Trump administration was going to stop this information from coming out, even mm. though there's no indication that was going to actually happen. We don't know that that was going to happen, so. mm. but it uh, gets more attention that way. We had to sure. leak this because these are such dangerous, scary times. Mm. I have no position on the climate change thing. I have spent zero, and I mean zero, minutes looking into it in my life. Not a single, not one Wikipedia article. Wow. Nothing. Wow. It's no willful ignorance. I have not looked into it at all. It's the dark ages over there. Because I just put it in the category of things I can't do anything about. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Whether yeah. it's real or not. Yeah, well, I would I would tend to agree about the doing anything part. Yeah. I mean, if you know, you know that it's been well publicized if the United States took itself to zero emissions for the next 20 years whatever it is, it would make a 1% difference. My in, brother you know, Lives in central Kansas. A where tenth I used, of a degree difference, whatever it is. I used to live in central Kansas geez, decades ago. And he's telling me about the weather there. It's completely different than it used to be. 
they have like one mini snowstorm every couple of years. And when I lived there, you'd have shut down the city snowstorms a half half dozen times some some years. Mm-hmm. Days of of uh, one guy with a with a tractor driving around picking people up and taking them to work. They never have that sort of thing anymore. Well, here's the question. Is that entirely just a natural cycle? Because these natural cycles happen all the time. You know what? Judging by know. what I've heard and read and looked into, it's probably not entirely a natural cycle. So is it a natural cycle plus a, a man-made effect? Okay, to what extent is it the man-made effect? Is it uh, 3%? Is it 20%? Is it 40 Is it 80%? And that's much more difficult to know. But the one thing I do know is that there's almost nothing that can be done in the short term that can do much about it at all. So you want to keep uh, doing your global conferences and trying to get the whole world together to reduce emissions and be more responsible stewards of the planet? Who could be against that? But when you get, like, mad virtue signaling by Jerry Brown, and who's going to turn California into some sort of, uh, you know, laboratory of, of zero emissions or something, a devastating cost to the people in the economy, I just think that's stupid because it won't do any good. Is there a TMZ version of the Eric Bowling story or something? Because uh, somebody just said uh, Eric Bowling sent a picture of his junk to Ann Coulter to compare it to a black guy's. I don't know if that's a TMZ or National Enquirer or what. Wow. Or if it's real. So Ann is a nut. She might not have been. A, she might have actually solicited that. Man, you I don't are, know. You're working hard to argue for sending pictures of your penis to your female coworkers. That so is a ridiculous, whatever, that whatever is a ridiculous assertion. Your relationship is with female coworkers. If you think if they are, maybe they're soliciting pictures of your junk. If they're soliciting them, say, uh, the, what kind of lighting would you like? Sure. What sort of backdrop would you like? Right. Do you want it? Do you want it to turn it landscape? To turn my phone landscape? Or are we talking art or more medical? Mm-hmm. A little soft focus? Exactly. Yeah, um, one website says that in text on the internet. Yeah, yeah and it's a site that I've never heard of before. Right. Not and Jack that. is willing to run HuffPo like <laughs> with that information and impugn anybody who, who 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 argues for a bit of sanity and a little justice. Uh, back to the climate change Let's thing. Let's let the process run its course. That's all I'm saying. The process of deciding whether a newscaster sends penis pics around. <laughs> that process. <laughs> whatever that process is. Uh, my guess is the process at Fox with the, oh, the way they've been busted for their climate recently, you're, you're done. You're fired! Yeah. But I didn't. You're fired! Yeah, and, and well, and now he's on a show where he sits between two really young, attractive women. Right, it's uh, weird. I mean, wh- wh- why am I staring at this fifty-year-old tan guy with his shirt unbuttoned here, with two college girls, hot college girls, dressed in short skirts, next to him? It's a weird look to start with. I've never met anybody who likes his act. No, why is he employed? It's his second Fox show, and he's the center of this one. I don't know. Oh. Terrible. I don't know. Fox is Fox might be in for a real low spell after twenty years of dominance, losing uh, O'Reilly and then Megyn Kelly, and now Rachel Maddow winning in the uh, the prime slot in the evening. And they got that Eric Bowling show thing, whatever that. I mean, they they might be in for a real a real setback. Well, I think that really uh, there's a lot of words to express the following. Their shows are now terrible. (laughs) Now, if you're a liberal you didn't like them but they were skillfully done now they're just terrible yeah 
Uh, one thing on the climate change. So it was hot this this hot fifteen hundred years ago. That's kind of an interesting question. So you're telling me in the Midwest it was like this fifteen hundred years ago, where exactly. it wouldn't, wouldn't snow that much. It was bison farts. But, uh, the uh, hard fart primary. The hunting from the trains eliminated that threat and brought on a new era of colding. But then man-made emissions canceled that, and we're now back to the temperatures of fifteen hundred years ago when. It was this hot, and man wasn't, um, or anyway. Right. Well, as I've said, I have spent no time looking into this, so I really can't comment much. Um, yeah. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. We got people in the engineering field, tech field, uh, computer field, whatever, talking about the man-woman thing. That will probably continue throughout the day and for the next several days with this Google employee being fired. Uh, oh, there's one thing I wanted to mention. That's short for mention. If you don't have time to say mention, you say mench. Got one more thing I want to mench. Oh! Being lonely is as bad for you as smoking, according to a new study. All right. Stay tuned. If you're smoking alone, I'm sure lonely people are thinking, oh, because I'm this way willingly. I've chosen to be lonely. What are you trying to do to me? What if you're alone? Now I'm even more lonely. What if you're alone and smoking? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Speaking of TV, I saw that Game of Thrones uses Ikea rugs as capes for the Night's Watch. You know that? No. Ikea rugs, yeah. You, you know that your character's not going to be around for long when they spend 36 bucks in your costume. It's like, I'm going to die, right? Yeah. I was showing my son. He has not seen Game of Thrones. Yeah. It looks a little gory. Uh, but I was showing him some of the gifts that you got for me. Is that the way you say it? Is it a GIF, I believe, or GIF? Yeah. Well, I, I think there's some percent of the population says GIF, but it's... Anyway, a little video uh, from Game of Thrones with the dragon fights the other day. I showed that to my kid. He thought it was the coolest thing he'd ever seen in his life, because it is. Um, they need to do a, like, uh, uh, edit out the sex and super hardcore violence version of Game of Thrones for the 10 and under set. Yeah, It'd so be... then when you have a spare three minutes, you can watch it all. <laughs> It'd be huge, though. It'd be a huge hit for that for that crowd. It's very cool. That dragon stuff is so, you know, I'm about to say realistic. I don't know what a dragon would really look like. But. I would say that the Hobbit movies, the the most recent Hobbit versions, have some really good kind of yeah. kid-friendly dragon dragon scenes in it, if, if you're looking for that sort of thing. There's lots of sword fighting, but it's not like your bloody graphic Braveheart-type sword fighting. Jeez, I you saw. You kind of get hit by a sword and you fall down. I yeah. saw that guy get impaled on a Game of Thrones the other night. That was pretty gruesome. So, mm. yeah, it's not for the seven-year-old. Yeah. So, uh, boy, this is, you know, it's it's a shame uh, about Google firing the dude who, who wrote that memo instead of just saying, all right, let, let's go point by point. Let's look at the stuff you said and, and talk about how true it is, because we're we're actually interested in diversity here at Google as opposed to lockstep ideology, um, because he, he put out a response um, after his initial thing before he was fired. Saying, I value diversity and inclusion, and I'm not denying that sexism exists, and I don't endorse using stereotypes. When addressing the gap in representation in the population, we need to look at population-level differences in distributions. If we can't have an honest discussion about this, then we can never truly solve the problem. Um, And he got fired for that. Assuming you think there's a problem. Well, right. Well, and, and Google thinks being extremely heavily male 
is is a problem. Uh, I found this very interesting. Again, this is because I'm not threatened by looking at different arguments. Uh, this is a big study by Tech Girls, a Pennsylvania-based nonprofit dedicating to reducing the gender gap in technology fields. They're focusing specifically on fostering middle school girls' interest in the sector. The founder... Tracy Wilson-Rosman says the environment is often less welcoming for girls and isn't tailored to meet their interests. Uh, Girls become more interested when they feel a sense of community and have female role models in the technology sphere, she says. Um, The anecdotal actually does match up to what the research is showing. One, there are not a lot of classes available. Two, it's not interesting to the girls. Three, the way it's being, oh, it's the way it's being taught. It's not interesting to the girls. We hear this again and again that it's boring, but they're the only girls in the class. Now, some of the specifics of the culture are are, are wild. Um, I want to figure out who is this is. Uh, okay, here's this woman in tech who is involved in a Raytheon uh, STEM research project looking into these questions. Um, females and STEM classes and that sort of thing. Um, STEMs like flowers because girls like flowers? No, no. It's science, technology, uh, engineering, mathematics. Um, The stereotypical image of computer scientist, engineer, physicist doesn't line up with how many girls see themselves uh, or their interests. The factors contribute to why women and girls don't feel comfortable in um, STEM fields. Uh, the study defines blah, 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 stereotypes, etc., and a lot of people buy them, including girls. Um, we already had, this is a woman who was uh, in high school in the 90s and is in tech. We already had strong stereotypes of computer scientists being boys. I guess now you'd call them hackers. The stereotype, they like science fiction, are a little socially awkward. There was nothing that made us girls feel like we were welcome. Um, let me get into the study now. Uh, i got to scroll down. This is why I like paper better. Okay, here we go. According to this uh, tech woman, pop culture jokes and classroom decorations have an effect on who is interested in a course. The study reveals that when high school classrooms were either decorated with Star Trek posters or video game type posters or not decorated at all, girls were less interested than boys in taking the course. Girls' interest only matched boys when posters of art and nature replace what the study calls geeky decor. But boys' interest was not negatively impacted by the classroom environment. Now, there are a couple of things you can take from that. Namely, that girls' interest in this sort of thing was was so easily discouraged that if they saw, like, video game indications, they thought, okay... Video games, science fiction, guys, I'm not welcome here. Which is some really interesting psychological activity going on. And if there were if there was no decor at all, girls were less interested than boys in taking the course. You had to make it girl friendly decor to lure them. I don't even know what to think of that. Uh, well, I don't know if I believe it, but if we're going to go with the premise that it's true. Um, well, I mean, you don't I, I, believe what? The study? Or yeah, I, don't know if, it, it, I don't know if I believe that study. It was real? Yeah, I don't know if I believe it. Um, it just seems hard to believe to me. But I didn't even know they decorated high school classes. So they, they try to make it, they try to jazz it up, make it seem like this is the cool place to be, man. 
Uh, that's, that's a good idea. one way to put it. And or every classroom I've ever been in has all sorts of artwork and colors and letters and, and all oh, yeah. sorts of stuff. Yeah, up but there. I didn't know like Star Wars stuff or whatever. I didn't know anybody did that. Ah, uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Uh, Charian and her team also had computer science majors present themselves in a stereotypically nerdy way, wearing I code, therefore I am shirts, and referencing a science TV show, and then again, wearing plain clothes and referencing The Office. Girls expressed more interest in computer science upon their interactions with the non-stereotypical coder. If people are that easily swayed into one area of interest or not, I mean, that's going to be really difficult for mankind. Well, what's interesting about this is I get the you glance around and say, this is not for me because we all do that. We all have reactions to to uh, environment that we think, oh, this is one of these. The fact that no decor at all, just a plain classroom. Right. The girl said not so much. But if you put pretty flowers on the wall, they said, OK. He, this is this is kind of now we're getting way out there. But if you have to work that hard to induce to like lure a girl into taking a computer science class, does that not indicate that there's some hesitance to take that class that you're overcoming? You're you're going beyond neutral to active recruiting because you have decided it's important that perhaps an unnatural or or greater than you would generally expect number of women should be involved in it if you have to put up pictures of pretty flowers to get women interested in something doesn't that say something and i don't know if it does and i don't particularly care but if you accept as your premise that there must be 50 percent of women in this no matter what it takes well then you've kind of made the argument for the dude that you know, it's it's hard to get women into this stuff because they're not into it. Um, I just, I don't understand being all agitated about the whole thing. Uh, anyway, uh, so these people believe, yeah, you have to actively put up, you know, flowers and pictures of, 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 of deer next to a stream and that sort of thing. <laughs> which Harry is, Styles. Which is interesting. Harry Styles, exactly. Mm-hmm. Next to a deer, next to a stream. That would be very helpful. Um, really, what I'm trying to do is not say we need to kick the Dungeons and Dragons boys out or make them do worse. We need to broaden the image of the field and make it more accessible and say you can be that or you can be interested in an art or something else or whatever. Which is certainly a healthy way to look at it. Well, I think if we decide that people are that easily swayed one way or another based on uh, decorating the room, that's going to get very complicated in terms of trying to uh, craft a perfect society. Yeah, I guess. I just, I, I mostly, I'm not like for it or against it. I'm just interested in it. I will tell you this. If you have a literature class, it's an elective literature class in middle school, because I think that's what we were talking about, middle school or high school. And the literature class is is uh, decorated entirely with uh, a picture of a princess and a leaf floating on a stream or something like that blah 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 all very you know gentle artsy uh you know type stuff and you have people just parade through the room and look around you are going to get a different male female balance than if the literature class also has posters of knights mm-hmm. fighting and, and and epic battles or something like that. You're going to get more dudes interested in that class. 
I don't think that's right or wrong. It just is. Maybe you're better off with no decoration then. No, I, don't, I think that would be barren and weird and communist. I think you just have to be aware of the way people react to that sort of thing. But I'd think we're going to read a lot of Jane Austen. That's what I would think. Well, right. And flowers you'd, and you'd, and you'd run for your life. Hell yeah. Right. Freaking get me out of here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but, but listen, hey, Google, Google, who's going to come and retrieve all the bodies that have resulted from this discussion? Who is going to man the mental institutions for the people who are so terribly scarred by us talking about this that they can't even go to work today? God, you people are so rigid and so infl- God, you're so d- d- vulnerable that you can be brought to your weeping knees by v- even asking these questions. Good thing you fired that dude. So there's some polling out on Trump's performance. Also, our attitudes about North Korea and that whole situation. They're all kind of interesting. Also, a study that says uh, being lonely is as bad as smoking a pack a day. Yo, my. In terms of your health. Plus, we ought to at least touch on this. The president, in a couple of tweets this morning, retweeted a Russian bot and retweeted a, a leak based on classified information. I want to hear that. Oh. Stay tuned. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Trump putting the opioid crisis front and center today. Researchers reshaping the fight against cancer using the gene splicer called CRISPR. And HBO hacked and facing major ransom demands. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Yeah, you have to give them whatever, a million dollars, or they're going to release another Game of Thrones script. Oh, no. Now, that's a pretty good ransom uh, hack. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So my oldest and I are going to travel to see the eclipse. I'm just trying to figure out exactly where to do it. Mm. Somewhat ironic that I'm where I'm from, where Uh all my friends, family, going to college and everything is like right there. But it's just so hard to get there. There aren't major airports and everything. Well, unless you booked a year in advance, unless you were an astro nerd and had heard about this way back, you know, everything got booked up. It's amazing. I looked into it like two months ago and. I was laughed at. Yeah, but I don't want to be near any urban center, right. so that that rules that out for me anyway. That's the places that are really the most crowded, places near urban centers. And mm-hmm. I'm not an urban center sort of guy. I want to be in the middle of complete nowhere. But you can't get to the middle of complete nowhere without driving quite a while. Correct. Um, that's just the way it works. Uh, let's get the news now. Marsha Phillips. Well, the opioid crisis front and center. The president going to be meeting today with his health secretary, official President Trump tweet reader Vincent Nicholas. I will be holding a major briefing on the opioid crisis, a major problem for our country, today at 3 p.m. in Bedminster, New Jersey. You know, if you can't beat them, join them. I'm going to start taking heroin. I've decided. The world is making me crazy. Whether it's the Google thing or, or crap we're dealing with at work or... My new house is driving me nuts. I'm just constantly fixing things and and, and, and straightening out technology. Yeah, I just I thought the I'm point of moving of into I'm, a new yeah. house was I'm getting on the smack. If it, Health then pro- it won't matter where I am. Health professionals applauding the move, saying more people need to know just how severe the opioid crisis is. Drug overdoses now killing more Americans each year than gun homicides and car crashes combined. Maybe I've become too cynical, but whenever I hear. President's going to talk about this. Or there's a big push toward this. All I hear is 
wasted government money on a program that won't do anything. Because <laughs> that's, that's what almost always happens. People take a crisis. It might start with nothing but well-intended, uh, you know, I want to make the world a better place. Right. But it ends up with gazillions of dollars being spent by multiple agencies doing nothing. Right. That's what happens a lot. New study out today in the journal Nature shows how a high-tech breakthrough is reshaping the fight against cancer. Researchers from NYU and the National Cancer Institute used the gene splicing tool called CRISPR to identify some 20,000 genes that can cause cancer but don't respond to treatments. The next step is going to be figuring out how to stop them. The researchers saying it's not the end-all, be-all list, but it's certainly a lot more genes than we previously thought might have something to do with all of this. So now they're going to start moving through and trying to figure out how to stop them yeah. from replicating. Boy, it just I, 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 it feels like they're on the uh, the verge of some giant cancer breakthrough. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like it becomes a completely different thing. I hope that feeling is real. Hackers threatening HBO. you got a hacker group that's posted information about the scripts of upcoming episodes of Game of Thrones, along now with a month's worth of emails from HBO executives. An individual using the name Mr. Smith posted a fresh drop of the stolen HBO files, including those related to Game of Thrones online on Monday. The hackers are threatening to release more information unless they get millions of dollars in Bitcoin. So you know the Game of Thrones crowd, Sean. Yes. Uh, my guess as an HBO executive would be, I'm not going to pay them. Put them out there. I don't think my audience is going to ruin their favorite show by going and reading the script. No, and one of the things I didn't learn about the, the leaks until I was reading more on it yesterday was the... so. The leaks are these low definition kind of screeners, like review screeners. They aren't the. They don't have a lot of times. They don't even have the final uh, kind of. I don't know what the proper term is. Term CGI, is, and special, CGI effects special effects, and, effects last oh yeah, kind of smoothing those. elements that make the thing look and pop as much as it does when you're watching it on your big screen TV. So you're watching a lesser quality. Most people don't want to right. engage really in that sort of thing. Your enjoyment of uh, of the material. Yeah, what do you think your favorite show? They, they you find out there's a bad quality leaked kind of episode of it. I wouldn't watch it. No, absolutely not. And I think it's interesting that Sean kind of had to read about it and study it. I mean, it's not like the the leaks are so omnipresent you can't avoid them. I mean, right. you'd have to seek it out. So what? what's HBO afraid of? That Showtime will quick, quick snatch up the script and come out with a Game of Castles! Yeah! <laughs> and then produce something exactly the same. I don't understand what the threat is. I think Just a big fat spoiler? I think they're more worried about the continued email drops. I mean, if they released a month's worth of e- emails from the HBO execs, what else do they have mm-hmm. out there? That's what I think they'd be more concerned about. That could about. be, because yeah. we all saw what happened with the Sony when with that Sony, happened. Yeah. You're bad-mouthing various uh, actors yes. and actresses. What and... happened was some great gossip. <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah. I, I think the Game of Thrones yeah. aspect of the hack is to get attention to it. Mm-hmm. But I think, like Marshall said, I think yeah. the actual I'll threat to right. the company is the internal emails and what sure. else do right. they know. Sure. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. That's the stuff I want to know. I want to know the backbiting. I want to know salaries. I want to know backbiting. I don't want to know love relationships gone bad. I want to know it all. Who's on pills? Exactly. We, we can't get blank to show up on the set because he's always pilled up. Exactly. I remember uh, uh, Wolverine leaked. This was like 10 years ago and watched it uh, at my friend's. And uh, 
Like they, like the, all the stunts, all the cabling, you could see them. So they weren't like jumping around all high. They were they had to, they hadn't digitally removed the cables. Well, see, and, that makes me want to really see the movie now, so I could see the before and after. I maybe, mean, yeah. But it, it just completely sapped my enjoyment of it. And I was no. like, and I told, I well, called the FBI and my friend no right joy. there. You uh, called the FBI oh, and your yeah. friend. <laughs> called Good Interpol. For you, Vince. You're a good American. <laughs> That's hilarious. So being alone is as dangerous as smoking. Um, a comedian uh, Aziz Ansari. Interesting take on the addiction to the internet and your smartphone. That's pretty good. Oh, okay. Bunch of stuff on the way in the Armstrong and Getty Show. something for you science people out there. I love stories about space and exploration. That's me. Uh, <laughs> nerd. Uh, no, the Mars Curiosity rover celebrated its fifth year in space by humming happy birthday to itself. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, the rover then drank a bottle of white wine and cried itself to sleep. And then... In the morning, it shot itself. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Wow. Thanks for that, Conan. Joke went a little dark as I transition into how being lonely is as bad for you as smoking. Brr, wow. Most see, depressing it's, segment ever. See, it's lonely up there in, uh, in space. I get it. Sometimes it's cold as hell. No place to raise your kids. Um, so, uh, yeah, I saw a mock-up of the new Mars rover thing they're going <laughs> to use when we actually visit Mars. Super cool-looking vehicle. I don't know if Elon Musk's behind it or what, but, man, it's a, it's a cool-looking pod. Uh, anyway, back to being lonely. Being lonely doesn't make you just sad. Uh, you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know if it specifically breaks apart being lonely versus being alone. Like Sean mentioned a couple weeks ago, you you said you spent the whole weekend alone and it was awesome. Oh, it was great. So were you lonely or you were just enjoying freedom? It's you know it's all your point of view. So I don't know if it's just being alone. But anyway, person can be lonely in a giant city surrounded by people. Well, of course, but uh, he would. I think he was in a city. But um, were you in a city? But you can also be perfectly happy being in your apartment by yourself can or your you house. Can you be lonely in a suburb surrounded by a medium number of people? Can you be happy being by yourself? I think clearly that is true, right? What if you're by yourself and there's nobody else around? Just <laughs> uh, go on. Researchers now say that... also depressing. Researchers now say that people steeped in social isolation, including those who live by themselves and lack a connection with others, suffer just as much a mortality risk as someone inhaling nearly a pack of cigarettes a day, and even more so than someone's obese. Now, if you're a heavy smoker who's alone, Oof. you might as well just stick your head in the oven today, I guess, according to these stats. You and Conan. Hilarious. Well, I mean, the way they phrase this, it doesn't sound very good, does it? Um, I don't, I don't buy, well, I don't know. I guess their study shows this, that just being alone, even if you don't say you're lonely, the lack of human connection is bad for your health. That's what they're saying, I guess. I think that's clearly true. Yeah, I think there's a big difference. Some, you know, it depends who you are, but 
between, you know, what sort of person you are. But Between kind of having the, the weekend off that I did where I just got to, you know, be in the Fortress of Solitude, recharge the batteries, and th- compare that to an elongated, month-long thing, I would probably start a, to get, you know, a bit of the cabin fever. Or a life where no one cares about you. Right. <laughs> that, that, too, could That's also be very That's what lonely rough. means. Yeah, but you know, you know, you can be by yourself and never think about that, or not think about that very Certainly. often. Well, and yeah, like I said, it depends what sort of person are you. Are you an, a, a gregarious, outgoing extrovert, and you're alone for months because no one cares about you? That might have a different effect than somebody who's naturally a bit of a you know a loner anyway. Right. Yeah, I, I, I used to live alone, and I'd come out of weekends where I didn't talk to hardly anybody, and I would feel awesome mm. on Monday morning, refreshed, happy, as, as glorious as I could possibly be. Right. Having had, you know, almost three days of just being left alone. Yeah, I think they're talking about people with no social connections, not those who spent a weekend uh, reading a novel. Mm. Um, so those who claimed better social connections also boasted a 50% lower risk of Early demise. Oh, that's what I'm trying to avoid. Right. We're all trying to avoid early demise. And poor, poor social connectivity offered the same mortality risk as smoking 15 cigarettes a day, which is really pretty amazing. So if I'm lonely. Well, you don't have good social connections. And I, I join like a couple of clubs, maybe a bowling league, gardening club, book club. Can I then start smoking and break even? Probably. I suppose so. So if you've ever wanted to smoke and you're lonely, that's how you do it. And you're trying to and you're just trying to avoid ED, early demise. Right. Didn't know that was a thing. And then maybe you meet other smokers. You say, "Hey, I smoke too." Then you're really rolling. I spend every day trying to avoid early demise. Right. It's one of my uh, it's one of my goals in life. <sighs> Disney's spying on your children. Through various uh, games, toys, and apps. Oh, so you saw me over here, huh? And some Trump poll numbers on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.